Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. The podcast is split into two parts. First we talk through our top five of the week and then in part two we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook page. In today's episode we're going to be talking music. You guys left some hilarious comments and questions on our Facebook group and although it's early on a Monday morning I am in the mood for some music. (laughs) Let's do this. Woo! <laughs> Me too. I'm buzzing for today's episode. It's been on my mind all week since we picked the questions. I can't stop thinking about it. Me too, because you know I don't deal well with this kind of thing. Because I'm like anything to do with having to like use my memory or like pick one answer. <laughs> like I get really panicked, and then I'm like, I don't know if this is the best answer I could have ever picked. And yeah, I mean, up until like ten minutes ago, I was like freaking out. But it's going to be the pressure. Fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Should we start with our top five? Oh yeah, I want to so, hear. I want to hear about your peak of the week. Okay, my peak of the week. Um, is that I am retiring because Domino sent me free pizza and that is my career highlight goal. Stop made, it. Achieved. Yeah, I know. I, I worked with them and it. I don't think I, I got the pizza for free. Hashtag, no, I've worked with them and I didn't get the pizza <laughs> free. Hashtag ad gifted pizza. I was just like, this is Tell me, the how, dream. how did this happen? Was it just an email in your inbox? I think our people had spoken to their people. <laughs> there was an arrangement. Um, and I think they wanted to send me some pizza for my birthday, which oh. is very, very cute. Um, but beyond that, I did get some pizza. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't got it with me. It's in the fridge. They sent me... Oh, I know what it is. A, a big dip. <gasps> did you I'm get it? S- no, I've just seen it. I'm so jealous. A big dip. So it's like a tomato ketchup size bottle of the garlic and herb dip. Oh my god! Is, what is it? Because I kept saying big dip. Then it, it was very, like it. it was very risky. <laughs> you said it twice, and I was very nervous about it. Um, oh my god! Anna. Yeah, my life is made. The end. This has been great. This is my retirement. <laughs> the pizza edit. Um, <laughs> would you use that on anything else other than pizza? I think it'd be good on on chips. Yes. Good on chips. Good on a burger. Any sort of fast foody, <gasps> dippy thing. It would be really good in that bacon <gasps> five guys thing. The BLT without the tea. Yes. Yes. Oh, that would be so good. Oh my God, I'm going to have to order that now. It would oh be dead God. cold by the time it got to my parents' house because we've, <laughs> we've moved slightly further out. But I mean, that would be totally worth it. Yeah, totally you can heat it up. It. Oh my God, what yeah. a highlight. Well done. There you go. Beat that, Lily. Life what was made. your peak of the week? No, we just had a boring anniversary this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a lovely four-year wedding anniversary. Um, someone, someone asked me on Instagram, they were like, do you count your dating anniversary and your wedding? We just go by weddings now, but it is annoying because four years is nothing compared to like, I don't even know, 11 years maybe. I can't actually yeah. remember. But yeah, we had a lovely day, mainly thanks to you and Mark, <laughs> who sent us so many gifts. Like, I don't even think I give people like cards. I, I was worried that the anniversary was like just for the people, but it was very kind. You sent us wine. You sent us like a breakfast box. Oh my God, it was yeah. amazing. Oh my God, that was actually like, also a highlight of the week was watching Grey on FaceTime eat the brunch box. Oh my God. When I opened it, she went, uh, mm, <laughs> like she said, oh my God, in her little voice. It was so funny. And then she just demolished it, didn't she? She loved it. That If you'd left her in front of that, I think she just would have eaten the whole thing. I know, she's so funny. She gets so excited Aww. about food. Um, we had, I mean, it was basically just a, a food day. Like we both accidentally ordered surprise dinners. 
Um, I <laughs> ordered like that. a sushi feast. He ordered a pasta making kit thing that we had the next day. Um, yeah, and it was just a lovely day at home. Oh, I love that. Congratulations. Thank Happy you. anniversary. Thank you. Um, what about your watch like share repeat? My watch like share repeat for this week is an Instagram page. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Have you got an Instagram page as well? Yeah. At it's going to be the same one. Awkward Zara. Oh, no. <laughs> I love at Awkward Zara. It's basically they've taken, you know, the Zara website just is full of the most random poses that they do. Yeah. It's getting yeah. ridiculous now. I think now they just know it's a thing. Um, but they just take the best photos and put them on there and they just always make me laugh. There was, I can, can't get over the one of the girls like crouching down on the hob. <laughs> that for me is just a classic. They look like pretzels in every photo. So flexible. <laughs> the flexibility. The sheer flexibility. I, I love know. It. I love it. What's what's your Instagram page? Okay, this is really funny because for a moment I was like, let's say them at the same time. And I thought we were going to have the same one. David Attenborough has joined Instagram. Oh, yeah. Which is obviously very important yes. because he is a national treasure. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's not run by him. It's run by some people who work for him. Oh my him. God, obviously. He's like 95, right? He's an old dude. You know, he's an old dude, but he is an amazing old dude. And I just like... Come on, David, we're ready for you. Like, talking, we've been waiting. Yeah, I was talking to my dad about this because he's a massive, massive like nature fan, my dad. And he was like, it's just so sad because he knows he has so much pressure on his shoulders because he knows that he's the only person people are going to listen to. Like the time has come, like this is it now. Last yeah. push, last attempt to save the planet. And he's like, he should be retired. And he, for some reason, the younger generation, and I'm including us in this, have like, just love him. So yeah. he knows he's got this connection and he knows that social media is the only way to, re- like, not everyone's going to watch TV shows. So good on him. And I'm sorry, yeah. David, that all the pressure lies on your shoulders. But I think... <laughs> sorry be- you haven't been able to retire, but yeah. we love him too much. <laughs> but also, I think he loves what he does. I think it's going to be exciting to see what he does. I can't wait for the next IGTV. See, this kind of uh, fits in with my top of the box, mm. which oh. is obviously Great British Bake Off. Oh, I thought it was going to be David Attenborough's new programme. <laughs> not David Attenborough's new program (laughs) Great British Bake Off because in I have to say it was possibly the best first episode of Bake Off ever I was crying with laughter Mm. did you watch it yeah I think we should do that thing where we pick someone who we think is gonna win or no not who we think or maybe just like a lucky dip but I can't remember all of their names me either I never know their names at first um but there were some really good ones when he dropped when they when she knocked the cakes on the floor (laughs) oh god I actually really like that woman. She was like walking her cats on a lead in her little section at the beginning. And I'm here for that. Um, and I thought, did she do the David Attenborough bust? Oh, yeah, maybe. I think she did because she had to like put a little pillow behind his head. And she said it was a little neck pillow. So in the final showstop around, they each had to create a bust out of cake of a famous person and it was the funniest yeah it was i think it was the funniest challenge they've ever got them to do most random one ever yeah so hard for like the first week and everyone looked melted (laughs) and like no one had a neck and it was just so funny the tom delong was hilarious the david bowie was hilarious the david adderall was hilarious like they were just so fun and everyone it felt like everyone was just laughing a bit you know everyone was like this is a ridiculous challenge and we're just gonna have a laugh yeah and I it it brought me so much happiness and I'm now measuring my weeks in like how happy I am depends how close we are to Tuesday yeah definitely guys let us know go to our Facebook page leave us a comment would you like us to have like a little 
segment every week where we just like comment on Bake Off. Are you I mean, watching as well? Because we can. It's going to be my top of the box for the next like yeah. twelve weeks or however long it is. Like let's let's not be around this I've, year. But... I have a question for you because okay, I, you know they made a Battenberg this week, last week. Yes. Do you like them? Because personally, marzipan is just such a no go for me. I love marzipan, but Ooh. I have to say Battenberg is too sweet. Oh really? Oh yeah, you like marzipan because you like kind of those sort of alcoholic drinks that are a bit marzipan-y true amaretto yeah um so i like marzipan but yeah battenberg not a fan and so many people who are making the battenberg were like i do not like battenberg. no such a random thing to get them to make but it look i mean it's quite hard it's quite technical mm. um do you have another top of the box that isn't great british bake-off i do it, this kind of is a top of the box kind of a watch like share repeat because it's hosted on youtube but it's oh. by netflix okay. um before i start and i know you're gonna say no have yeah. you seen father of the bride anna I actually haven't and I, I've seen the furore around it this weekend and I feel like I feel like a cultural thing. Okay, that's actually something you really, really should watch. Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride too. Like if you ever just have like a Sunday afternoon <laughs> staying in with your parents, it's just the most lovely, feel good, amazing, nostalgic film ever. Aww. Um anyway, no one ever saw this coming, but they've done a Father of the Bride part three ish. And it's hosted on the Netflix YouTube channel. The minute it starts, the music just like takes me back. It just <laughs> makes me want to cry. They've done it so cleverly. So they're all meant to be like on Zoom, the family. Um, but they've edited it with a green screen. So they look like they're in like the original house from the film. They're not just like in their bedrooms. Um, it's all for charity. And everyone's there. They all said yes to doing it. The whole of the Banks family. So George, who's Steve Martin, who's just incredible. Frank yeah. is there. Annie. Um, and the babies that you see right at the end of the second film have now grown up and they're played by Florence Pugh. Is that how you say her surname? Oh, I love Florence Pugh. Love her. And Ben Platt, who I also love. Um, it's just 26 minutes of pure happiness. I could just watch it over and over because you want to cry. <laughs> I friggin' loved it. The best thing I've seen it forever. Oh my God, Lily. Guys, if you could see now, Lily is like grinning, maybe gonna cry. Like, yeah. This is obviously like a really big moment. It really is, seriously. Anyone who's a fan of Father and Bride, who is like 99% of the population apart from Anna, um, you will love it. The shade. The shade. Seriously. Some of the films that you haven't seen just kills me. <laughs> oh my God. No, I think that would be a good family favorite. That yeah. can be added to the parents. TV Definitely. List for sure. Definitely. Uh, what about show and tell? Have you got something? Show and tell is the jumper that I'm wearing under this dressing gown because I've got a dressing gown on because I'm really, really cold. I'm trying to do this air drying thing with my hair. How do people do it? It makes me so cold. But underneath, I have the Arcare Alpaca Bell Sleeve Jumper. I have it in a biscuit and I also have it, oh, just wait, I can grab it, in a lilac. Who am I? Wow. This shade is amazing it is but i'm just thinking there is no way that's not itchy okay so i have honestly my dms were all about the itch factor yeah alpaca i'm just like mm, no no do you know what i was like it really shocked me because then i don't feel like it's itchy at all number one so oversized barely touching my body barely touching my body and it's really like not really got, i'm quite hot and bothered in it now and i i've got i have got jumpers that are a bit itchy I wouldn't put this in the itch factor. I find really ordering wouldn't. jumpers from Arquette and Andrew Stories is such a risk. Like they're either incredibly amazing and soft or like so itchy I want to tear my skin off. Honestly, it's hard to I'm, tell online. 
I'm really, really like, I was so shocked because it hadn't even registered that it might be itchy. And and people were like, alpaca itchy as hell. But on, it's really not. I and think I'm, I trust I get quite you. hot and sweaty. I get really Some, hot and Sometimes sweaty. your itch, some, I've seen you wear jumpers before that I'm like, no, that's itchy and you don't think it is. So I think you've got quite like a high <laughs> resilience Hardy to itch. skin. Yeah. Hardy skin. But I, I'm really, so I think if, if anything, they're quite oversized. So I want to get some like long sleeved, tight tops to wear underneath just because warmth you Ooh, know you like, like, get like a so. body i wore those last yes. year and that's apart from going to the toilet it's a bit annoying it's good for like keeping your lower back warm oh that's such a good warm. idea yeah that's such a good idea to stick a body underneath not because of itch but just because it's like not close to my body so that's hence why i'm also wearing mm. a dressing gown right now but really love the colors of them love the arquette sweater selection i think it's really really good this season what about you this week I want to, well, I'm going to show you, but actually mine are wrapped up at the moment. Look how pretty that Ooh, is. Okay, so cute. this is a brand called Fair Home, Fair Home, Fair Home. I never know how to pronounce that. It's by a friend of ours called Tony Jack. Uh, we Tony. knew him back in the day when he was the PR for Bobby Brown. And now he has his own events company. And during lockdown, he started his own little business. Um, so Fair Home are basically hand-dipped candles, like, you know, the long candles. And yeah. he does them in like, such beautiful different kind of like muted colors actually some bright ones as well and it's just nice to support a little small business and it's really cool what he's doing uh best way to kind of find out about stock and stuff i think is to follow him on instagram because then he has like a wait list um for like every time he has like a new drop and he puts all the new colors on there he's got a little etsy shop as well love it oh we love tony he's like such a nice guy it's so lovely to see him doing incredible things yeah and also he's very I'm sure if you messaged and was like, I'm really looking for a shade like this. Like, I think he does do customizable yeah, shades, but if enough people say they want a particular shade, I'm sure he would add yeah. that to his lineup. So he literally makes them really in cool. his kitchen. Like, it's so cool. So cool. Yeah, I love so it. So cool. What about 100% Yum, Lily? I don't really have anything this week. Although, actually, just I've just remembered the thing you and Mark got us. Brilliant. What was it called? Because I, I we should definitely recommend that to people. Let me just go through my emails quickly. <laughs> I can't remember. It's like a little... um. Uh, what do they call them? Like a graze box. They're actually called graze boxes. If you search graze box, you will find it. It was from a company called Berry and Brie. Yeah, it was so nice. They is it? They must do other things as well as breakfast boxes, or is it just breakfast boxes? No, they do breakfast boxes, but then they also do like the general kind of meze lunch style ones. Mm. But I thought the brunch one was a little bit different. So nice, such a nice thing to send someone for a gift. Um, and it was delicious. I had like croissants, like ham and cheese and grapes and. Uh, what else did it have in it? Fruit. All banana the strawberries bread. were amazing. The banana bread was delicious. Like three perfect slices of banana bread. Oh, oh. it's just so nice. Oh, yeah. No, I think if, I think these whole great graze boxes and thing is such a nice thing to send people. And they look really nice. They mm. taste really good. Um, yeah, loved them. Um, I've also got not really a recommendation this week. But when I posted about the, um, the butternut squash and sage macaroni cheese on my Instagram... I had approximately 25 replies that said, okay, this sounds great, or I've made this and this one's really nice, but you have to try the Nigella sweet potato macaroni cheese. That sounds much more on my street. Sage needs to get in the bin. So I propose, <laughs> it's I'm going to give this a go this week and I will report back next week with a score. Can you send me the recipe? <gasps> oh I will God, send you the recipe. so like doing like an Instagram live where we both <gasps> make it and eat it. 
Or maybe we could do that. That maybe we could do that. Let's maybe let's have a we'll have a okay. chat about logistics. That sounds yum. I love a mac and cheese. I love sweet potato with sweet potato. And so people are like, this sounds great, and I like this one. But the Nigella sweet potato mac mac and cheese is like ultimate. So we will link that in the show notes for you if you too want to give it a go. Maybe next week we will, we will reconvene with our mm. thoughts. Yum 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 yum. I always end that segment with yum. <laughs> you always end it. You're like a hundred percent yum. <laughs> okay part b let's chat about music we took questions from you guys we've written down some just funny comments that you guys wrote on the page still loving the page my favorite happy place in the internet ever me too um should we just kick this off oh my god i'm so excited i'm so excited we have been told legally we cannot put snippets of songs in here which is what we wanted to do because we wanted to um avoid me and lily having to hurt everyone's ears by singing which i'm sure we're gonna do but unfortunately it's illegal you're not allowed to do it guys <laughs> so yeah sorry we can't add in music but we we did discuss making a playlist of all the songs yes. that we um, talk about i think it will be a bit random because it's gonna have some of my like old school songs in and it's gonna have 90 songs and it's gonna have new songs so yes i don't know if you can edit playlists to take off the ones you don't like but either way, we'll make a playlist of all the songs yeah. mentioned if you guys We'll check it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah we'll check out the show notes. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay, be a weird one. <laughs> it really will. Let's start with Chloe Campbell Crawford. She asked, did you have a first dance at your wedding? And if so, what was the song? How did you find doing the first dance? I love to dance, but I found doing the first dance thing so cringy. We chose Ed Sheeran's Perfect. Oh, love that. Especially love it. Beyonce. And it was the longest four minutes of my life. We nearly <laughs> fell over several times. Oh my God. I have to say, I too love to dance. Like at a party, you'll find me on the dance floor. But the idea of doing a first dance, I mean, that could have put me off like getting married full stop. I was just like, no, this is horrible. Because we had a small wedding and the reception was literally in our front room. So there was a technical first dance. But I'm here for people being like, like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And I I wholeheartedly support that decision. Yeah, I think that was one of the things that I didn't get my way like I from the beginning was like nope 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 same as you like I'll be on the dance floor at a party but only for a fast song and me and Rich never dance together no. we have never danced together no you and Mark like look good dancing together me and Rich don't <laughs> no offense Rich I wouldn't say I'm the best dancer ever but Rich has no rhythm he can't dance and we don't dance together it's just so awkward even when we're drunk no terrible so I was like what are we gonna do but then um, everyone said and our like wedding plannery type lady was like it's just the best way to get people on the dance floor otherwise there's no like transition it's just yeah. awkward so in the end I like agreed to doing one and we chose a song by the Eagles um, which is called Love Will Keep Us Alive and our friends sang it so that was really lovely and we've now yeah. got like a neon sign in our house with those lyrics and it was really nice but I said to my friends if you don't join in after the first three lines, I'm never talking to you again. So we like did some like awkward swaying and then I turned around and was like, get on the dance floor now to everyone. Um, so that happened. Um, it's really hard to pick songs for wedding. Yeah. I, found, I found myself like really overanalyzing all the lyrics. Because first I just thought, what songs do I love? Like I love Carol King, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? And I remember once going to a Burberry fashion show and they used it when they were walking down the catwalk and it was a cover and I was like, yes, I love this. So I wanted to walk down the aisle to that song. And then when I listened to the lyrics, it was like literally all about her like husband leaving her. <laughs> and it's like, are you going to still love me tomorrow? It's like really depressing. My mom was like, you cannot walk down the aisle to that song. 
it's really hard to pick songs for wedding guys it is really hard. hard and I agree with you that it's a good it gets the evening started it kind of creates a moment where it's like hey now we dance yeah I think for our wedding people were so rat-assed by that point that all I remember is walking into the front room and some of the lads had just picked up the coffee table we were just moving yeah. the coffee table into the hallway and I was like oh okay and people were like we're making a dance floor I was like okay cool. oh you did oh so you didn't need it yours because it was like really. a big wedding it's like everyone's sitting at their table eating and you need to get yeah. them onto the dance floor so it's like yeah yeah they come and they watch you they stand up and then they join yeah. in and, and then the second song is like upbeat yeah straight exactly away. Whereas, like you don't even play the whole song exactly whereas this was like no my, my guy mates were like creating dance yeah. We had Arctic Monkeys cover of the Drake song Hold On We're Going Home, which is from the BBC Live Lounge album, just because we like that song. Like, I, so I love nice. the original, but like Mark really likes the cover and it was like a little bit more upbeat and we just kind of twirled around a bit. But it, it wasn't it wasn't this like big emotional moment because I was not going to stand there and do some like staring into Mark's eyes and giving him can you imagine like like snogging like can you imagine like just snogging for like fortnight that's like not my style I no 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 thank you oh my god no it, and whenever I, I listen to it I think about it I'm like oh that's nice it's a nice moment um but yeah I, I get I get it cringe cringe so cringe so cringe I love this question from Lisa she asks do you remember the first song that you loved so much that you sang slash played constantly and annoyed everyone around you with it if so what was it? Mine was Country Bumpkin, and to this day, I love that song. Have what's Country Bumpkin? I have tried to find Country Bumpkin, but loads of different songs come up that are called Country Bumpkin. Lisa, what? Who sings the Country Bumpkin that you played all the time? Yep, yeah, please let us know. Comment on the Facebook page. Yeah, we couldn't find what it. was the verse? Is it Cal? Maybe it's that Cal Smith guy. Yeah, we would just love to know who sings it, just so we can have a listen ourselves. And I, I don't think I could think of the first, you know, like let's go back in yeah. time. That's, that's 25 years ago. But I do remember when I was at uni and we'd first moved into halls, I was really obsessed with Taylor Swift Love Story. Oh, is that, that was like her first one, right? It, it was her first like big breakout song in the UK. Um, Why can't I hear? I can't remember. Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. Somewhere I can be alone. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Taylor Swift just reminds me of Fleur. It really Fleur reminds me of Fleur de Force. And my friend Sally, who lived next door to me at uni. This is so weird. So I was literally, I was filling out all of my que- all of my answers to these questions. And um, she popped up on my WhatsApp the next day and she said, I was meaning to text you as I was envelope stuffing the other day in the office, listening to the radio and Taylor Swift's love story came on and it transported me right back to my yellow ward room at uni, hearing you blast that song on repeat. Can you believe that was 12 years ago? And I was like, Sally, (laughs) what the hell? I've literally just like added this into the doc about Taylor Swift. So so there you go. What about you, Lily? Mine's, I mentioned this, I think, in our throwback episode. Remember I told you I became obsessed with, like, a Cisco album track? Yes. Yeah? yeah. Okay. And it wasn't so Unleash the, song the Dragon. Remember... No, it's called Without You. Okay. And I remember loving it because it sounds like a musical song. Okay. It's like, I'm free to fly like a bird <laughs> over the earth, fall away. It's like, you have to listen to it. I'll put it on the playlist. It's like some sort of dramatic musical song. Okay. And I just listened to it over and over and over. I remember just singing it in my car. So I must have been... <laughs> Oh, was I in my car? I, somewhere in my teens. Um, yeah, loved it. But I'm more like this these days. Yeah. I hear a song in a film and then I'm like, I have to find that song. What is it? I obsess over it. And then I just play it 
over yeah. and over and over and over. And um, a couple of more recent songs, not recent, like in recent years that wasn't like childhood is like Joni Mitchell River. Um, always loved that song, but they played it. They did a cover in The Politician. Ben Platt did a cover and I just became obsessed with the original. And Billy Joel, Vienna. So random. Just listen to it over and over and over and over because that was in like 13 going on 30. <laughs> And I just like discover these songs by artists I know, but I don't necessarily know the songs and I become obsessed. That's exactly, that's exactly yeah. what I'm like these days with my music. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, the song from Katharina, um, and she asked, the song that reminds you of each other. Okay, Lily, I can't remember the name of it and I can't remember how it goes. Oh, what, what do you remember? <laughs> we nearly always say about um, at karaoke, you have to sing a crowd pleaser. And there's always someone at karaoke that sings a, like a slow ballad. And the slow ballad is like never a great idea. It's never a great idea. I've got a friend called Sammy and she loves doing Frozen. It's really hard. <laughs> like no one can sing Frozen. Like leave it to the professionals. Lowers the tone, doesn't it? Yeah. When you're like, oh. it's, it's kind of, it's, it's hard. You've got to keep the energy up. And what is that song? You know it. <laughs> Why do birds suddenly appear, appear every time you are, you near, are near? Just like me, they long, they long to, be to be close, close to, to you. you. <laughs> That's so hard it. to sing on FaceTime when we're out of sync. That is yeah, it. that is the song. That's the ultimate karaoke killing song. Yeah, it, you have to keep energy up and it has to be one that like everyone knows all the words to all the way throughout. And for some reason, when we were having this conversation originally, it really tickled me so much. And I think I probably like <laughs> cried with laughter. And so whenever I think of that song and I couldn't remember exactly how it went, or I couldn't remember the lyrics, but I knew the minute you'd start singing it, I would remember that that's so funny <sighs> my song that reminds me of us is avril lavigne complicated <laughs> i've got a video of us when we just landed in new york we're so jet lagged and it came on the car radio in the uber and we just were like cry laughing <laughs> at how much how we remembered every word and we were loving it and then we had a weird night like before one of the glean christmas yeah. parties i think we left the party early and then just went to lay in bed together and sang along to avril Lavigne. it all sounds night. weird that sounds very <laughs> it was weird. weird it was to be fair it wasn't weird you know like no have enough of the party everyone else is like getting drunk and you know having a great time we're like we just want to go and sing avril Lavigne in bed but it was <laughs> the funniest thing was that it was the album tracks it wasn't even yeah. it wasn't even complicated. It wasn't Skater Boy. It was things I'll never say from the Let Go album. <laughs> and we were like, I'm turning up Yeah. And we got spaghetti bolognese. That was a great night. <laughs> we just got room service and saga. Avril Lavigne, unreleased album tracks and had a great time. So yeah, when I think of Avril Lavigne, I definitely think of you. <laughs> What's the one that's like, I can say what I want to say. I want to you, you, away, away. Hey with you every night. night. And I'm holding <laughs> you, you so tight. Oh my God, Avril Lavigne. The things I'll never say, that one is called. Should we actually add this? I'm going to make notes okay. so we can make such a ridiculous playlist. Yes. Things I'll never say. Guys, this playlist is going to be awesome. Oh my God, that is such a good song. <laughs> that is such a good song. Um, Jenny asks, we know you're both aspiring pop stars. <laughs> Impulse can mics, hell yes. But if you could start in and recreate one music video, which would it be? This was hard. So and hard. I went down like a hole of music videos trying to find like the perfect <laughs> one because there's ones where, which are more like acty, right? Where you're like acting, and then there's some which are more performing. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, wait, I want to. I had a contender that I didn't pick in the okay, end. You can, you can do more than one. Should I tell you my runner yeah. up? What's the runner up? Runner up was Jamiroquai Virtual Insanity. <laughs> and actually, that's in like all the lists of like t- top ever music videos because the floor was moving. <laughs> yes. How fun would that be? It's just being like a room and the floor's moving. Yes. And weirdly, I know every single word to that song. <laughs> Don't know why. I think my dad learned it on the piano when I was younger. So I learned it and I just know all the words. So that's okay. random. But the final, like, drum roll. Yeah. Moulin Rouge. <gasps> Lil Kim, Christina Aguilera, <gasps> Pink and Maya. I used to dress up as that for every fancy dress. Like, every teenage, like, dressing up opportunity, Halloween, whatever. I was like, I'm in Moulin Rouge music video. <laughs> I just wanted to, like, just basically wear, wear, wear a corset from Primark. Wear, like, a corset <laughs> with, like, yes. knickers and, like, fishnet tights and high boots and loads of makeup and big hairsprayed hair. Love oh my it. God, how fun would it have been to be in that video? That I have to say, that video, they look like they are having so much fun. They all look amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah that's just a brilliant... I, I, I didn't even think of... Oh, I'm gutted. I didn't yeah. even think of that one. That's a good karaoke song. That is a brilliant... That is that is end of the night karaoke song. That's you. Yeah, when everyone... No one can sing like Christina, so everyone no. sounds terrible. When you've got four minutes left in your, in your Lucky Voice <laughs> booth. Was it Lucky Voice? It's called Lucky yeah. Voice. Yeah. You've got four minutes left in your Lucky Voice booth and everyone's arguing because they want their one. <laughs> you just say, no, no, Moulin Rouge, okay? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, damn it. I should have gone with that one. Okay. <laughs> I have a couple. I've written any video of the 2000s where there was a party, you know? Because <laughs> there's so many great music videos that are just a party and it just looks like everyone's having fun. And I'm sure it's not fun because I'm sure you've been there for 12 hours and you're cold and you're having to pretend that you're having a good time. and You're listening to the song for like the 55th time that day. But just yeah. anytime there's a big party, I want to be part of that. It looks right, fun. Because that's so your thing, going to big parties. I think lockdown <laughs> has made me want, like, if I could go clubbing tomorrow, I would. Like, I would go to Ibiza. I'd be up on a podium. Like, it's made me so itchy for it. Um, Christine Aguilera, Dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost picked that one. With the chaps. Is that With what the they're chaps. called? I just want to wear the chaps. But maybe, like, 10 years ago. Oh my God, did you see? I was That's really weird because I was watching a video of Christina Aguilera going through her like top ever music videos. I mean, my suggested feed on Love YouTube that. is probably now a music video. But she was talking about that <gasps> video and like how groundbreaking it was. And she literally looked dirty. Like the makeup artist it was, made it. Oh, it was just That's brilliant. an iconic video. Yeah. Another iconic video, Britney Spears Toxic. Yes, but isn't she on a... Is that one the one she's on the plane? No, so she starts off and she's on the plane. She's blonde Britney. She's on the plane. She's in her air hostess outfit. Yeah. And then she's naked except for a bodysuit that has diamonds on it. You'd want to do that? 10 years ago. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. And then, and then she goes on the back of a motorbike. And I think there's yeah. a, a model, Tyson Beckford, is here on the front. And she's got red hair. And it's all just like, and then there's the bit where she goes yeah. through the lasers you know oh, so good. like iconic iconic music video but yeah i know you're, you're right like it's hard do you want to perform me do you want an acty i want to perform me but also i would like there to be a party going on and i'd like to be part mm. of the party oh my god i just would i always wanted to be in a music actually i was in a few because of my like sister but um i do you like when you're walking down the street listening to music you're like imagine you're in a music video yes yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, 100%, always. Since the age of like, since I had a Walkman with headphones. Same. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Same. 
<laughs> okay, Erin asks, what song most describes your moody teenage phase? Like the song you'd listen to as you stare out of a rainy window and pretend you're in a movie. Yes, I've never been much of a commenter on videos or Instagram, but I have loved you both since 2012. Aww. The podcast has been such a delight to have back in my life. Thanks, Thank Erin. That's so nice. This is exactly what we were talking about. It's the, you put on your headphones and you're looking out of the car window whilst your mum or dad is driving and you're sort of mm. mouthing the words, looking in the wind mirror, like looking in the wind mirror, like at yourself. Yeah. Um, just being very morose and pretending that you're heartbroken. I want to hear what yours is. See, we've kind of, we've covered this answer already because I'd written the Avril Lavigne Let Go album. That was when I had my um, <laughs> kind of striped sock phase, shall we say? Like long, stripy over the knee socks and some big like reef um, trainers. That was very much the look. Um, and any song from Avril Lavigne Let Go, I could you could play any song and I'd probably, probably know all the words. And I have actually written Things I'll Never Say. That was... Yeah. A really great song. It's not particularly grungy. It's not particularly like hardcore or ballady, but anything from that Avril Lavigne album. What about you? Yeah, I I think I'd have to agree. Like, I don't really remember being that much of a moody teenager. Um, and if I was, I think it's all a bit of a blur that I can't really remember. Um, especially because I have a sister that's seven years older than me who was probably the most like stereotypical movie teenager you'll ever know. Like my sister Jojo, sorry if you're listening, was like the sort of teenager who had pink hair one week, blue hair the next, green hair the next. And she'd like run up to her room and slam the door and like scream and cry. And like, it was mental, but it was like cool. Like imagine when she was like, okay, I'm too bad at maths to do like take away seven. But when she was in her prime teenage days, I was in my prime like, whoa, influenced days. Yeah. So I just remember her teenage years and she she was a cool moody teenager. She had a room, she had she her bedroom was above mine and she had like just a mattress on the floor. Oh cool. And like big hanging like purple <laughs> like t- not tissue paper, like <laughs> chiffon like hanging from the ceiling. Like she'd made her bedroom really cool and grungy. She had lava lamps. So the songs that like sum up I'm just going to go by like yes. Jojo's moody teenage days because yeah. they were cool. Like Alanis Morissette, like you, you ought to know, like you know why I'm here. (laughs) Like really angry, like that would be a blasting from upstairs. It was like whoa, (laughs) or like Tori Amos, Cornflake Girl. I don't think you'll know that song. No, but Tori, my dad was really into Tori Amos actually. How funny! So Cornflake Girl, like it's just it really sums up like jojo's angry moody teenage days and i i kind of love it like i was into it as a younger sister i was like go you so um I love yeah that. i love that thank you jojo for your great moody teenage years input brilliant <laughs> <laughs> hannah asks i don't have a question but hollaback girl by gwen stefani will always and forever be a banger i love there was actually a lot of gwen stefani love in the comment thread and this one again from amelia says can you spell bananas without singing like gwen stefani the answer is no b yes I just love the Gwen Stefani standum that was happening in the comments. Yeah. I think there was even another one. And I just want to say that the Love Angel Music Baby album was a banger. See, I don't think I was a massive Gwen Stefani fan. I think I was a bit older then. I just knew the ones that were like on the radio. I don't think I like had her album. Oh, Lily, her album. There is an album track called Crash. Justice, a crash. It is such a good song. It's such a good song. It's very 80s. Okay. Her album was brilliant. I through this, like I ended up listening back to the album and I was just like, oh, Gwen Stefani, what a talent. What a talent. Put that on the yeah, playlist. 100% is going on. 
Ain't no hollaback girl. <laughs> I remember that, that one. so good. Okay. Camelia asks, you two are very vocal about your love for throwback music. My favorite. But do you ever feel like finding new music can be a bit daunting and difficult? And how do you personally get introduced to new stuff? Oh, I really struggle with this. I'm the same. I love my throwback stuff. So I will just go back to like the Spice Girls album. And then I have particular recent albums that I really enjoy. I love Ariana Grande Sweetener. I love the Billie Eilish album. Like there are certain albums that I will just listen to all the way through and really enjoy. But finding new, new stuff, I find very hard. Um, I have to say, Instagram is a good place to find new stuff. Um, songs that people are using in their reels or on IGTV or in their Instagram videos. Lizzie from Shot from the Street always has really good recommendations and playlists that she shares, as does my friend Tama. And also Este like always puts up cool music. And I find myself like clicking through that and then finding like more recommended things. And then Lily, I love a particular genre of music called reggaeton. I love reggaeton. It's what is reggaeton? Reggaeton is a very like Latin, Latin vibes kind of music. And to find the best like reggaeton songs of the moment, I look at what's charting on Spotify in other countries like El Salvador, Brazil, Colombia, Dominican Republic. And I have a look at what's like number one. I like go through the top 10 and have a little lesson. And I'm like, oh, I like this one. And then I just add it to my playlist, which is called March 2015 and every song that I have liked since March 2015 just goes onto this <laughs> random playlist called March, March 2015 um, and yeah so that's like a good way of like looking at what's charting in other countries I find it really interesting and that's how I sometimes find new things oh I love that will you add your favorite recent yes. reggaeton song to the playlist? good idea I will add that yeah I will make a note and what about you yeah, I've, I was like Sam, I've always been like this actually even like we're in school I found it really hard that I never was like knew the same songs that everyone else knew. Like I've had such a strong music influence from my family that I've always been like, I'd be like 10 and everyone would be like, what's your favorite song? And I'd be like, the Beatles. Like I just was so influenced by my parents. I've always had a, quite an old fashioned like 70s music taste. Um, when I was on camp and I'd listen to my headphones, be listening to the Eagles and everyone else be listening to whatever. So I've got like my old school music taste and then like clearly like quite strong like 90s influence. But I wouldn't say that's like, I wouldn't call that like great music. That's just more like fun music. Um, so yeah, I've always found it quite hard to keep up with news. And I just find the new stuff isn't as good. Like every now and again, you'll get like a Sam Smith and an Adele who's like massive, but I find like it's hard to find as good as stuff like before we we were born. But um, the kind of newer artists that I've discovered and like, so First Aid Kit, I really like. I think you'd like them. I don't know if you mm, know I them. I haven't heard of them. You'd really like them. And I randomly discovered them when I was in New York. I mean, I think we met up. I'm sure we went together. We met up with a guy I knew in New York and went to a concert. No, maybe I wasn't with you. Anyway, <laughs> so that's how I discovered them. Citizen Cope, my dad discovered them, um, introduced them to me, really liked them. John Mayer, obviously he's old school, but like I love his newer stuff. Um, and I still class him as newer. And the same as like Hosier, like I saw a friend of ours do a cover of his song and that kind of introduced me to him a few years ago. Um, Rich is really into newer stuff. So often I'll discover things through him. Um, he says he, he, cause I asked him, I was like, how do you discover new people? And he said, he'll find someone he likes like Dermot Kennedy, he really likes. And then he'll look at the suggested yeah. artists underneath. So he's really into Leon Bridges and Michael Kiwanuka and he loves their music. And he often just plays stuff in the house and I'm like, oh, this is new. That's cool. They go lots yeah. of new recommendations to add to the playlist. And yes, yeah, suggested artists on Spotify is so handy. 
Mm. Maria asked, what is the song slash band that Rich slash Mark likes that you would like to get rid of? Okay, so this is no offense to the artist or the song because it's actually a great song and a great artist. But Rich, if you ask him like, what's your favorite song of all time? It's Seal, Kissed by a Rose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is like obviously a classic but when you I just don't want to hear it again and again and it's it's quite like a downer yes. song and like it really annoys yeah. I'm just I'm over it I'm over that song <laughs> and Rich is like oh what a tune and I'm like no not no. this song again <laughs> get rid of it See, that would be my choice I don't have a song as such and when I asked Mark this question he was like I hate this question it's so rude and I was like it's not rude it's just like a song that you aren't really a, you know I'm sure I have songs that Mark's like oh god not that song again but mine for Mark is just really really heavy metal I like most <laughs> kinds of music I feel like I'm quite open and I'm like yeah sure I like that but heavy heavy rock I is oh, really like no, not either. my style and Mark loves it um so he's it's very much like a headphones only moment when yeah. he's having his like heavy rock moment which is fine that's fine that's cool um Libby said Lionel Richie's all night long is one of my absolute dance floor faves amen yes at uni I detested the killer's Mr. Brightside because it was on all the time <laughs> all night long just reminds me of weddings really I think I've heard it too much that so I'm just like, oh, I'm not massively into like disco, <gasps> disco songs. Like, oh my God, I love disco. Uh, although I have to agree, mass- The Killers, Mr. Brightside, like Libby obviously went to uni around the same time that we did because that yeah. was always on. And I agree. And I would like to say that The Killers, Jenny Was a Friend of Mine is a far, far, far superior song to Mr. Brightside, in my opinion. <laughs> Our song that was overplayed at uni every night we went out that like every time I hear it, it just reminds me of uni was Kings of Leon Se- your sex yes, is on fire yes oh my god every night I think it must have been like first year uni yeah. just so overplayed that's my version of yeah. Mr. Brightside <laughs> Leah asks what's your favourite Spice Girls song also which Spice Girl would you be I think Anna would be Posh Spice <laughs> and Lily would be Scary Spice what were you in Ooh. your in your like playground band I think I was always like t- made to be scary spice because I had curly hair. Right. But I wanted to be sporty spice because I loved football and, and I wanted her straight swishy ponytail. Oh, I see. See, I was so spice because I have yeah. loved yeah, black 100%. and little black dresses mm. since the age of, you know, five. Um, favorite Spice Girls song though. I I have two. I wonder if the views then go. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Okay, you go. I've got like an obvious okay, one and then like a non-obvious. So like out of the like the like hits. Yeah. It would have to be say you'll be like, <gasps> that's my one. Yeah. I yeah. have an upbeat and a low beat. Upbeat. Yeah. yeah. So you I know. Mine are both upbeat. Yeah. Say you'll be there. Like, yeah. Or the minute it starts, like, my heart, like, yeah. I'm just like, oh. Also, the music video for that one was awesome. Yeah. And I remember my dad, like, taping the premiere of it on a TV channel, whatever it premiered on, so I could I could have it on tape and watch it back. And I did. I loved it. There, it just takes me yeah. back. Like, oh, I love it's it. Love it anyway. My, like, second, this is like an underrated, Ooh. like. Oh, don't say la- the lady is a vamp. No, I, I hate, hate that, that one. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to go for it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to sing it. If you can dance, if you can dance. If you can dance, if you can dance. If you can dance to this, you can't do nothing for me, baby. 
I don't know the exact words, but yeah. If you can't dance, it's such a tune. Yeah, I agree. I like that. I don't think they ever release that. That's the one Mel B does like a rap yeah. for the whole first bit. Like I think I used to know it back in the day, but I don't anymore. See, I, I've got like an upbeat choice and then a, a, a ballad. So say it'd be there, banger, 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 favourite Spice Girls, love, love, love. Viva Forever. Oh, it's tune. so sad. Honestly, if you listen back to Viva Forever now, it it could make you cry. It makes me cry. It's yeah. beautiful. It's lovely. The harmonizing music video of them being little fairies and like Jerry just like flying off into the distance. I've literally just given myself goosebumps. Like, <laughs> oh, that song. Yeah. As an adult, I don't think I appreciated it as a child, but as an adult, adore it. Was it about Jerry leaving? I'm not sure it was about Jerry leaving, but they made the video about Jerry leaving and it was very, very upsetting and traumatizing as a nine-year-old. Wow. <laughs> I'm interested about your answers to the next one because I don't know how into musicals you are, but Sylvia asks, favorite musicals, musical theater songs? I mean, because obviously I've got four answers. I, okay, don't hate me because I know there's people who like love musicals and I don't want to offend anyone. But every time I'm offended. that I go to a musical, I sit there and I'm like, oh, I don't like musicals. And I, f- I forgot that. And now I'm sat here at one. And every time I'm, I have to say every time I'm like, okay, I went to go see Rent recently. Well, pre-corona. And I was like, okay, this is actually very good. Um, but it's really like not, I don't, I don't think it's my bag. So I know it's not a musical, but I really do love the Star is Born soundtrack. <laughs> and that is my favorite <laughs> in that type of genre. That is my favourite. I could listen to I Don't Know What Love Is with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper on repeat. Um, and her doing La Vie on Rose as well. Best opening of a film ever. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is this is a question for you, Lily. And I accept that. I love musicals. I, I love old musicals. Um, I don't know what it is about them because I'm not a particularly like, I don't know, cheesy, out there person. But I just... I don't know. I've always loved musicals. Um, so I've got a couple of like older ones, a couple of newer ones. Tomorrow in Bugsy Malone, which is more of like a jazz. I think you would love I do song, love Bugsy Anna. Malone, actually. Okay, so the one where the guy's like sweeping, he's like, tomorrow, tomorrow oh, never comes. Oh my God, it's just beautiful. Um, Aquarius from Hair. You'll know that one because it's like Aquarius. Yeah, It's like at the end of... Um, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Hair is just a brilliant musical. Love it, love it. Um, oh my God, this one you'll also love. See, I think there's <laughs> lots that you would love. You just don't know it. Hairspray. Um, I Know Where I've Been. I've seen Hairspray. I can't, I can't remember that one. Okay, you just need to like YouTube this okay. song because it is just so like deep and heartfelt and powerful and like incredible and the meaning behind the song it's just like oh you love it <laughs> um so i just hit the mic out of excitement and then a more modern one from waitress i've mentioned this before she used to be mine oh you love it's one. brilliant so there are four it's gonna seem very random on the playlist to have musicals <laughs> all of a sudden i don't even think tomorrow bugsy malone will be on spotify but yeah oh my god Good i love that um Katri asks, do you listen to music less now than when you were younger? I listened to music quite a lot until my 30s and I suddenly realised I listened to almost nothing. Oh my God, so much. Like, yeah, I used to listen all the time and now it's just like, I don't know when I have time. I don't commute anywhere. Like, I just put music on in the kitchen yeah. every now and again. Um, but yeah, definitely way less now. I should have time in my life yeah. to just sit around listening to music. I think as well, I have to work in quiet. So it's not even like I can have stuff on in the background. I, I love if I'm doing a task 
that I could listen to like an Ariana Grande album whilst I'm doing, if I'm doing like photo editing or I'm making a thumbnail, I'm doing something like adding links to things. But if I'm actually writing or obviously if we're like editing, you can't, you can't really listen to something whilst you're doing that. Um, and I think as well, Mark and I find it hard to find music that we agree on. We've actually made like Anna and Mark's teenage playlist, which is full of like Fallout Boy. That's one sort of, that sort of genre of music is a genre of music that we both agree on. So we've made that over the years that we can both have on. And we both really like Karangbing. Have you heard of Karangbing? You would have, no. you would have walked into a shop and you would have heard Karangbing on, or you would have been in a cool oh. cafe and you would have heard it on. You'll probably like listen and be like, I have heard this everywhere and not realized very easy listening very just like kind of have one in the background when you've got people around it's very nice chill vibes but yeah I'm the same mm. I definitely don't listen as much as I used to and I'd love to change that did you have uh when you were writing your book did you listen to music no I couldn't did you see I I think I remember that someone told me like at, when I was at uni the best thing to listen to is like music with either no lyrics or lyrics you don't like another language oh um i'm pretty sure i can't imagine i would have done it the whole way through writing because that would have been quite distracting but I, I definitely remember listening to the amelie soundtrack from the film like either at uni or when i was writing my book i can't oh, remember really? one of those times that's quite a good one to work to oh okay yeah. i love love like working to ideas because that's something i want to get better at um, I love this question from Sneha. She asked, what is Grey's favourite song and genre of music? My son is a huge reggae fan and all things Marley, UB40 and even Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. Yeah, she's only just started like really getting into music. It kind of came out of nowhere. I've obviously been trying to push her onto it her whole life, but <laughs> suddenly she just like, every time music comes on, she starts dancing oh. and loves it. And I'm like, oh, I absolutely love it. Um, so it's mainly Stevie Wonder. It's oh. always the one that gets her. Um, particularly the song, If You Really Love Me, which is like, if you really love me, that yeah, one. Um, one. Such a feel good. And she loves it and she like dances and she does this like funny like belly dance. <laughs> she was doing that on FaceTime <laughs> when she was eating the Grey's box the other day. She, it's her happy yeah, dance. Her belly was going in and out and I was like, but she's eating. Yeah. Like, I hope she doesn't give herself indigestion. I know. It's just her happy dance. Oh. She's like, yep, I'm happy. I'm eating. Do you understand? Oh. Life is great. I love that. Um, Oh, I wish I could take her to more music classes and stuff, but hopefully she'll be into music. Hopefully she won't be tone deaf like this. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a risk. Um, Tash asks, if you wanted to have an ugly cry when you were younger, which song would you say? <laughs> okay. So I became really obsessed with Kissing You by Desiree from the <gasps> Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Good shout. Oh my God. When they're like, I think... Oh, it's, I've given myself chills again. It's when yeah. they're looking through the aquarium. Yeah, And this song is playing and it's like... like sorry, that was my really terrible impression of the piano. <laughs> that piano bit in the middle. Oh my God. Like I can give myself just... I could cry now. Just oh my God, you're so it. right. I knew there was something. I couldn't like think of it. And I was like, that is that yeah. is the perfect answer. I feel like my answer should be scrapped. I couldn't think of anything like... I don't think I had ugly cries when I was younger. I think that's more something I do yeah. now. <laughs> But the only thing I could think of that was quite like emotional was like Tony Braxton, <gasps> Unbreak My Heart. That was also up there for me. Unbreak My Heart. Yeah. Oh my God. Such yeah. a good song. Such a good song. I have like, can I throw in like a more of a modern day answer as can. well? Because this is like the song that always comes on like in a film if someone's like, like getting emotional. Yeah. And it would be like Fleetwood Mac landslide. <gasps> yeah. You know that one? Yeah. That yes. is a good like sad one. Oh, that is sad. 
sad. That is sad. Yeah. Okay, so there's yeah. going to be a little crying part of the playlist if you do want to cry. <laughs> um, Hannah said, have you got a favourite now CD? As in, now that's what I call music. Mine is now 44. Absolute classics. I had to look that <laughs> up and I was like, yeah, that is a good one. I wish I was cool enough to say I had a now a favourite now that's what I call Me music too. album. Like, I don't know any of the like, I can't think of the top of my head, but I, Hannah, you are so cool to know yeah. which one you I like. actually did go through now 44 and then I also looked at like ones before and after that just to see if there was a better one. I will say now 38 and now 39, give it a run for its money. But now 44 <laughs> is so good. It has hit me baby one more time, blue. And blue da da has Mambo number five, larger than life. That don't impress me much. It is, it's it's a banger album. I I have to agree with oh you. Now forty four. So are they still making them? I don't know. And there was a really big gap. There was like ten years between now forty five and now forty six. They sort of had a big gap. Um, no, I want to know if they're on like now. 128. I actually really recommend, this is not sponsored by the Now website, but I do recommend going <laughs> on the website and you can find like the one that was there when you were born, <gasps> which is really fun. I didn't even know there was a Now yes, website. there's a Now website and you can go on and you can see, if you put in your birthday, it will tell you what the Now compilation was that was out when you were born or in what year. It's just a funny, it's it's a good like walk down memory lane. Oh my God, I want to do that. <laughs> I'm like Googling it now. Right, don't forget, I want to do that afterwards. Sarah asked, Mamma Mia, lovers or haters? Obviously lovers. If anyone says haters, they need to get out of my life. Right, this- Oh, there's lots of people that hate no, Abba. Out. I think Rich hates Abba. Sorry, Rich, out you go. Out the back door. <laughs> uh, but Abba? Abba? Yeah, classic. What's your favourite Abba song? Okay, so I just have a bit of an Abba backstory here. Abba is one of my favourite bands of all time. I have been to the ABBA Museum in Stockholm, which I recommend that everyone does in their lifetime. And I actually cried at the end because I was so sad that ABBA are no longer a thing. And and their story is actually quite sad, like how they were married and then they weren't married anymore. And it's actually quite depressing, but their music is just so incredible. And I, I was just sad. I was like, I was happy that it happened, but sad that it was over. Also, I do have an ABBA connection because my cousin is in an ABBA tribute band. So like, we like Haber in this family. Um, I really like the upbeat. I'm here for the disco classics. I'm here for Gimme, 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 Lay All Your Love On Me, Voulez Vous, my favourite. Knowing Me, Knowing You, and Winner Takes It All. I mean, the Winner Takes It All obviously is a ballad, yeah. but I think it's one of the best ballads of all time. It really is. I really love Thank You For The Music. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I would put that quite low. Well, I, was, I wasn't sure if it was that one or like... Um... Winner Takes All. I think you're right. I think Winner Takes All is like the one that I kind of meant. Yeah. <laughs> but I love them all. It's just, if you're ever a bit sad, just put on Abba Gold, any of the Mamma Mia movies, like, it's my I love place. Honey Honey. Especially now I've got a niece called Honey. Honey Honey, honey Angel yeah. Eyes. There's just, I do, I do, I do. I mean, I could go on forever. I could do an Abba. We could do an Abba episode. No, okay. It's too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> Sandra asks, if you could only listen to three songs for the rest of your life, what would they be? This question stresses me out. This was easy for me, right? I'll tell you why. Mark and I on our honeymoon in New Zealand in Wellington back in 2017. And I was like, what are your top 10 songs of all time? 
you know, we've been together for like a month just by ourselves by that point. So I was cracking out the difficult questions and we were both like, oh my God, I've got no idea. So from that point, I started a playlist or no, I started a notes app on my phone of my top 10 songs of all time. When I thought of a song, I would add it on. And since 2017, I've been kind of chopping and changing. So I now have my top 10 songs of all time on a notes app. And so I was picking out my my top three. I was like, okay, if I have to pick out three, what would I like listen to on repeat for the rest of my life? Easy. Number one, Like a Prayer Madonna. Oh my God, are you joking? I <gasps> hate that song. It's, Lily, oh it's so God. fun. It's jazzy. It's upbeat. Like you put that on and try not to dance. Okay, if you hate it, maybe you will not dance. But I, for me, <laughs> it's like so upbeat and I love it. Yeah. Don't Speak, No Doubt. It's probably my favorite song of all time. Lily's laughing because I'm very uncool. This is the thing. She's going to be like, I love this one band that no one's heard of. It's my favorite Mine's not song cool. Mine's like really old fashioned country music. Okay, no doubt, don't speak. I love, 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 love. And then also, because sometimes I wanted something that was in the middle, like mid-tempo. Mm. Killing Me Softly with his song, The Fugees. Nice. One of my, again, one of my favorites. Well, one of my favorites. There you go. Top three of all time. What about you? Well, the obvious answer would have been like Eagles Hotel California because it's six minutes yes. long. And I was like, if I'm only yeah, going to have- That is on my top 10. No, but I'm taking it off. I'm taking it off because I was thinking about like, what if I could literally only listen to these songs, I think that would get on my nerves a bit after like listening to it over <laughs> and over. So first of all, I'm going to go with the James Taylor song. Okay. I'm going to pick um, Caroline, Caroline on my mind um, over my other favorite, which would be something in the way she moves because it's a minute longer. So I just want to get okay. that extra, yeah. extra minute in. The Beach Boys, Don't Worry Baby, because I walk down the aisle to it and the minute I hear it, it just makes me feel happy. Um, and then I think Stevie Wonder, For Once in My Life, which seems like a bit of an obvious choice because my favourite song is actually Lately. But I feel yeah. like I need something uplifting. Like I don't want to yeah. listen to a sad song over and over. So yeah. I'm going to go with For Once in My Life. See, I like all of those too. Great. I think they were good, good, good picks for sure. Definitely <laughs> good ones to add to the playlist. Um, Logan sort of made a comment more than, you know, a question. And just said, the first album I ever bought with my own money was Ashley Simpson's autobiography. <laughs> I was 10 and probably too young to listen to it, but I loved it so much. Ashley oh Simpson. my God. Where is she now? She actually has some new music out. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Oh. Um, oh, with Diana's Diana Ross's son. It's baby. Wow. There you go. I know these things. That would be a musical um, baby. That would be a very musical baby. Um, I love Ashley Simpson's autobiography. Like, it's such a good album. It really takes me back. Yeah. Ashley Simpson's show is oh, brilliant. I love that. And I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that Ashley Simpson's show is great. Yeah, it is. Um, Amelia asks, you're going for a drive. What Spotify playlist is on? Okay, so March 2015, which is where I put the random songs that I like. I really do like listening to that. It's so on you not to have like a March 2015, March 2016, March 2017, no, like organized. No. You've just got like one chaotic playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. it's a really chaotic playlist, but it's, I like all the songs on it. Um, yeah. But I do also really like the Pose Spotify playlist. It's 80s Ooh. disco perfection. And I love, love, love disco. And it makes me feel so happy when I put it on. Oh what about God. you, Lily? Love that. I often just like quickly, if I know I've got a long drive, I'll just add like three albums Ooh, to idea. make yeah. a playlist out of them because I like listening yeah. to full albums I don't often get the chance to do that anymore and I feel like that's a good opportunity but yeah. always my go-to driving artist will always be James Morrison because he sings in my perfect key and my favorite thing to do ever is drive on my own and sing at the top of my voice it's my literally my escape <laughs> yes. my happy place um I and agree. he's my all his songs are in like the perfect key for my voice so James Morrison <laughs> so random 
just so you can sing along. Yeah. I love this question from Amelia. Um, she asked, when you were teenagers, was there a song that all couples said was their song? Jason Mraz's I'm Yours was that song when I was a teenager. When it was played at a party, all the couples just started sucking face. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this. I have sucking two answers. Face. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be the same. Yeah, one ones. of them will definitely be the same. Okay, I'm going to say the one which I think is the same. Yeah. Casey and Jojo, all my life. 100%. That's like the younger one. I was like 13 or 14. Yeah, that was like first kiss. Oh my God. Sweeter than than you. Yeah, 100%. It's just like such a snoggy song. Such a snoggy song. Do you have any more? Was it just that one? That was like the younger one. That's like first kiss song. And then there's like... I can't, I was about to say something really inappropriate. When things move on from first kissing. Oh, okay, the moving on basses song. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, there was like a sex song. I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. (laughs) When I hear that, I'm just like, oh, I get like anxious straight away. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm a teenager and things are scary. Yeah, that's Oh my God, I love that. So <laughs> yeah, it really reminds me of just like awkwardness. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I'm horrified. I'm gonna think of oh Lily, you've ruined that song. <laughs> no, did. don't use your imagination. That's not what I meant. I didn't say anything. Can I just say I didn't, Mum? I didn't say anything there. <laughs> Jojo, don't tell Mum. Don't tell Lily. <laughs> no, my Mum listens. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Carol. God. Um, I actually have another one. This is, okay, yeah, so I agree that Jojo, Casey and Jojo all my life was like a little bit younger. And then when we were like angsty teenagers and I was in my Avril Lavigne phase, it was all about sugar cult memory. This may never start tearing us Never heard that in my life. (laughs) And I'll be your memory. (laughs) I've never heard that. It was like, and everyone would be like, this is our song. Oh my God. It was like a bit more kind of um, alternative. Shall we say? So funny. I also feel like everyone had like, hey there, Delilah. Everyone's like, this is our song. Oh yeah, that was like a little bit, that was the Ed Sheeran perfect of, you know, 2000. Um, I love, we're going to end on this question because this is ending on a true high. A question from Megan. And she asked, what song do you play when you want a mood boost? Obviously, there's multiple answers to this. Obviously. Yeah, I've got yeah. a feel-good playlist on Spotify I can share, oh. which has got all my feel-good songs on it. But I've got two here. Yeah. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Oh, my yes. God. I just yes, want to walk down so, the street, yes. sing at the top of my voice, like, love it. Yeah. And yeah. Freedom, George Michael. <gasps> like, freedom. freedom. I just want to, like, freedom. Like, I want to throw my hands in the air. Oh, my God. Okay, you've okay. Those are really, really good. I've gone for f- six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just made my own playlist here. I'm really into um, "Greedy" by Ariana Grande at the moment. It's from like an old album, um, but it's in my mind because of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I just love it. Um, if I was going for recent songs, "Dua Lipa," "Don't Start Now." That just it's reminds you of shame. lockdown workouts. Like everyone was like doing workouts <laughs> to that during lockdown. But it's such a good tune. Also, yeah. um, Lizzo Juice. I mean, my God, like that just makes me want to dance. I feel like I don't know what that is. Oh, Are these like new cool people. No, you know this one. It ain't my fault. Oh, I love that. Yeah, come Gotta on. Blame it on the juice. juice. I love like, that song. Lizzo as an artist is also just incredible. See, I know songs, but I just never know. People don't say on the radio who people are anymore. 
I don't know who anyone is. Go That's on. Lily's main dispute. People don't say on the radio who it is anymore. Yeah. Um, lost in Music, Sister Sledge. We're lost in music. Oh no. That's a bit disco-y for me. Yeah, see, I love disco. That's not, obviously not your vibe. Um, Madonna Hung Up will forever, like, get me going. How does that one go again? Time goes by. So, so slowly. slowly. Oh Dan no, that goes. annoys me, that one. Lily <laughs> does not like disco. And then finally, Pete Rodriguez, I like it like that. Oh yeah, tune such a tune whenever I'm a bit sad I put that on yeah. and I'm like woo I'm not the Odeon anymore I'm yeah. here I'm at home and I'm having a boogie the chef soundtrack it. is also a massive like feel good oh. album oh. there you go some good vibes to end the episode with um, oh my god that was so fun I loved prepping for this week um, thank you so much for all of your questions I, I love that episode Thank you guys so much for listening. That was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I hope you're not just like really your ears aren't in pain (laughs) from the terrible singing that we have done. We do apologize. That was just horrible. Particularly Sugar Cult Memory. I'm actually quite embarrassed. That was really bad. Like there was a way of cutting that. (laughs) Like No, you can't cut your terrible singing and leave mine in. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you listen to. Um, and also join the At Home With Facebook group. This is where we get all the questions from. It's always like a laugh and a half. We will need your questions for next week's episode. So join in the conversation and sending your questions for upcoming episodes on there. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Lily Pebbles and Anna is at Anna Edit on all social media channels. Um, and thank you to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. And tune in next Thursday for a new episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.